The Rigger Gambling Feed is back every Monday. Join myself, Joe House, Raheem Palmer, and John Drzebski for East Coast Bias. Sunday's action recap and our favorite bets for Monday Night Football. Then on Tuesday, we got the Roster Diamond Show where I'll break down everything you need to know in the betting world. Plus, the East Coast Bias Boys will be back on Thursday to help you get your betting card sorted ahead of all the NFL action. And then on Fridays, it's me back with Warren Sharp, deep diving into the analytics. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringers Philly special presented by FanDuel. The playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page, plus start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. You know, unless you're wearing Philly red or you're, you're a Philly, they don't like you. You know, I love that. It's Philly, man. They, they hate you. Oh, welcome to the Ringers Philly special. Shield Kapati, joined by my friend, ace producer, Cliff Augustine. We got a Phillies wildcard series win, 7-1 against the Miami Marlins. They are moving on, Cliff, to the NLDS to take on the Atlanta Braves as far as playoff baseball goes. This was pretty much, this was like as stress-free a win as you could possibly ask for. Yeah, our our boy uh, Aaron Nola there. I think you're going to be, be having to drive him to the airport. Remember you mentioned that earlier this season? You might have to drive I will. Him to the airport. I, listen, win the World <laughs> take us to the World Series, go to the parade, and then wherever you want to go, like you, I saw you tweeting, whoever's giving you the bag, I'll check the flights for you, I'll book the flights for you, and we're good. Yo, that Brinks truck is starting to move closer and closer to that dude's name, man. It, it, he is... He was out there balling tonight, and he had everything going. His stuff was going. His location was just great. You saw how everything was down in the zone for him. Seven strong, only three hits, three Ks. I mean, chill, man. That was that was about as good as we could ask for, right? Because everybody was think, going in yeah. to the postseason thinking, oh, well, is Nola going to do it? Is there a number two starter? Who's the number two starter was even some, some questions amongst some folks uh, out here in Philly as well. And, you know, I had the confidence in my boy the whole time. I knew he was going to come through for the team. <laughs> you know me. I'm an optimist. I'm an optimist. I knew he was going to come through for the team. And boy, did he come through, man. He just he just shut it down. Dude was on point all night. Looked like an ace. And uh, hopefully this continues on to the NLDS. Yeah, he, he was great. No doubt about it. Seven shutout innings. 
His last three starts, you know, we talked about it on the preview pod. Like he had two very good starts to end the season. But you're saying, well, how much stock am I going to put into that? We have a large body of work. He's been a very good pitcher. He hasn't had a good season. He's not somebody you necessarily trust. You know, I, I was joking that the Kapadias were, you know, were deciding not to go to games because it was tough to watch him this year. But now you look at the last three starts, Cliff. He's allowed three earned runs in 19 and two-thirds innings and is 3-0 and in his last three. Listen, I, I think he is just like the swing guy for them. I know he's only going to pitch one game probably uh, in this series against the Braves, but I, I just feel like if we're talking about a World Series team, if we're talking about a championship team, at the end of that, we're going to be going, man, Aaron Nola went on a run that we didn't see uh, it coming at all. So yeah, it, it was a fantastic performance from him. One of eight pitchers in Philly's franchise history to go seven scoreless in a playoff game. And like you look at that list, it's, you know, you're on like a list it's of all timers. The names of the names. Yeah. It's all the names you know. It's all the Steve names you Carlton know. And um, Cole yeah. Hamels I mean, and Cliff Lee, Amos yeah. they did it, I okay. think. Uh, we, we, we don't want to get. We don't want to give Schilling, you know, the, the person uh, any credit, but Schilling, the pitcher, uh, back when I was 10 years old, he's on that right. list too. So, um, yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. Now, he's set up probably to pitch uh, game three, the first home game the Phillies have against the Braves. So that's going to be a huge one. That is going to be a huge one. And I actually was just thinking about that because obviously we know Rangers going to get that game one start. I'm going to be honest. You think, really Cliff. Uh, Topper's yeah. being a little oh, yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, you know, you I don't know. if Did you watch yeah, the press conference? I did. I did. And he didn't yeah. confirm that, by the way. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's sort of like Fritz uh, was saying, yeah. you know, when we did the pre and I was giving him a hard time. He's like, you know, Topper's doing this weird thing where he won't just say it's Ranger. And I'm like, come on. You, it's not going to be tight. Yeah. You think it's going to be tight? And Jack's like, I don't know. I'm getting a weird feeling. So it, it taught what he said, for those who didn't watch it, Rob Thompson was asked, like, can you share the playoff rotation? And he was like, I can't because I haven't told the pitchers yet. So it was like, all right. So I, I I'm with you. I think it's going to be Ranger. Yeah, yeah he didn't he tell he them. Didn't he discussed discuss it with, with some them folks yet. as well, too. But I mean, I'm thinking right. it's going to be Ranger. I'm not very Me confident too. in him going in game one versus the Braves. Unfortunately, I don't have his numbers in front of me of what he's done against the Braves. I believe last uh, last postseason in the Phillies uh, won that game, but I'm I'm not very confident in Game One in Ranger. However, I am confident in Game Two in Wheeler. But then that Game Three, like you said, when that Game Three comes back to Philly with Nola on the mound, you're going to need him to be just like he was tonight because that Braves lineup is way more potent than the Marlins lineup. That's one of the best line. I mean. Shield, the Braves have had some squads that we've known and we've seen in history, and this is just like elite of the elite. It's an all-timer, yeah. Yeah, like like what they have going on over there is crazy. So that's high state. This You want to talk about money games? That's going to be a money game. This game is three, a legacy, yeah. A legacy, legacy game, game, a legacy series. This is going to be, you know – 30, 40 million extra dollars on that contract for Shield to, to, to drive the money bag with Aaron Nola to the, uh, to the airport. Like, this is one of those games. And, God, that's got to be so much pressure on Aaron Nola after just, like, how the season kind of was tethering, teetering off for him in the beginning of September. And then now these last couple starts, he's been pretty good, and he's been really solid, and his stuff is really great. And he looks amazing every time he goes out there. And I have the confidence in him. and You didn't have the confidence in him. I know your oh daughters. <laughs> I know. I'm sure one of your daughters has the confidence in him. I'm sure one of them thinks he's going to be that guy when his we'll name see. is called. I'm, that game three is going to be so crucial especially if the Phillies somehow split in Atlanta I think after the Wheeler start 
So we'll we'll see what happens. But man, the stakes are here, man. I love it, man. This I this know. is this, this I, is it. This oh is it. man, the energy it's of this like, this is this gives me rolling every single time. I know. I it's love a, this, and I love that he went seven tonight too. Like I love that you didn't have to waste any you know any extra arms or any extra innings on anyone, and you got your boy in there, Kirkering Orion yeah. Kirkering. How about that, man? Oh, I love to say. My God, yo! I saw the 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 sweeper pitch that he had, uh, and that thing was just on point, bro. Right on the inside corner on one of the righties on the Marlins. I said, "Oh, oh man, we got somebody on our hands, man. He is so good. I'm so excited for him. I'm so excited for him." Yeah, it's uh, listen, it's uh, I was just looking up. You you were mentioning Ranger. Uh, Ranger had the one start against Atlanta uh, last year. Through three and one third, I think it was game one. He he, because it was, was the, it you know a similar situation. Yeah, because so he, Lewis, he did right? not pitch well. Yeah, he pitched three and one thirds innings, uh, only one earned run, but they lost uh, seven six in that. I mean, they won seven six eventually um, yeah. in that game. So um, yeah, we'll see. You know, I think it's got to be Ranger. I think he's earned it over the years. Like he's not going to get rattled. I'm not saying he's going to go in there and shut them down. But you know, you look at who that, the options are that you have. I mean, he, yeah. he easily makes the most sense. Not only that, you save the arms in case you need. Uh, well, number one, you have plenty of time too because the game is on Saturday. So you got yes. plenty of time to rest. But also you save the arms because uh, Wheeler went pretty deep in that game and Nola went seven innings, obviously tonight. So you say some arms in the middle relievers. We'll see who, who's going to be. And I think they like, you know, Strom in that position. I'm sure they like your cousin Jeff in that position as well. I'm praying yeah. to God we don't have to see Craig Kimbrough at all. <laughs> Cause I know it's a, that, that dude scares me. Uh, he scared me last night and he's going to scare me versus the Braves if he gets put in any type of close game situation. So I'm hoping we don't have to see him. Alvarado throwing gas. You know, at some yeah, point, we're probably going to see Sir Anthony. So a lot of these arms have been saved. They're going to be ready to go game one, uh, especially if Ranger throws a dud in game one, which I hope he doesn't. But, I mean, again, like I said, this Braves lineup is historic. Like, this is something we've yeah. seen amazing Braves lineups, and this is something that I don't think I've ever seen in my lifetime with the Braves. So let's go, man. Let, let's get it. It's it's a good point. I mean, their bullpen is going to be fresh here. They barely had to pitch, like you said. Both starters here go into the seventh inning. Now you have uh, Thursday and Friday off, and then Game One is Saturday. So, like you have all these arms at your disposal. We'll see if Lorenzen is on the roster or not uh, for the NLDS. We'll see how they choose to kind of uh, change things up if they do change things up uh, for that series. But yeah, you are in a situation where if Ranger is not pitching well. In game one, it's not like, shoot, our bullpen's tired, we'll leave him out there. It's like you you move on and you try to win that game by any means necessary. And then uh, game two, you're going to have Zach Wheeler in there. And then game three is Nola. And then game four is probably going to be Suarez. But that, that could be another one where it's like a combo, you know, Suarez and whoever else, maybe Sanchez gets in there uh, in that game. And then if you do have a game five in Atlanta, that would be Wheeler. So that's kind of how the pitching is probably lined up um, for that series. Uh, other stuff from this game, Cliff, uh, Bryson Stott. I mean, the guy is just like, you just, some some athletes, you just trust them. I mean, it could be, you know, it, it doesn't matter what the sport is. They just go out there and you're like, you know what? I trust them in this spot. Not that it was like a go-ahead hit or anything, right. but it was three nothing. It was still in that range where you're like, all right, you know, it's still a little tight here. Yeah. Bottom of the sixth, 
comes through with the Grand Slam, uh, Grand second slam. Grand Slam in Phillies postseason history, joining Shane Victorino. Uh, you know, the story Far all line. year with Stott. Yeah, the, the story all year with Stott has been he couldn't hit the fastball in the playoffs last year. Topper was saying, well, he was also just fatigued last year. He had a long season uh, playing that much baseball. And then so even coming into this season, I mean, I remember I think it was Matt Gelba, the athletic, like in spring training, reading a story about how Stott said he went home, uh, I think, to Vegas and watched every like playoff game and was like, all right, I got to be able to hit uh, the fastball, worked on it. And this year he was good at hitting it all season long. Here I, I put up the stat on Twitter last year in the playoffs. 132 four-seam fastballs. He didn't get a hit off any of them. What Jeez. was the grand slam? A four-seam fastball. fastball. He takes yeah. it. He takes it into the stands for you know just a, a memorable moment that when we think of Bryson Stott, we'll remember for a long time. So that was awesome. I think he discussed that actually either in the post game, either in the locker room or something like that. How he had looked at the film, like you said, like like a true football player studied studied yeah. the film. Shield. He studied the film and what what was going on with his swing. Obviously, he fixed his swing, and, and Stott was a major part of the lineup this year, especially him going from short to, to second kind of um, – I guess that kind of alleviates a little bit more of the pressure, um, especially with the attention Trey Turner was getting to, where he can just drop down to the bottom of the lineup. There really isn't too much pressure going to the top of the lineup, and then you could just swing freely, and you kind of get a little bit more leeway at the bottom of the lineup. So shout out to Stott. He's a dog. Love him. I love the yeah. Vegas boys. Stott. He really is. He is a dog, like, man. Stott. He's, he's, he's so just he's like... such he's such an enjoyable <laughs> dude. He's such yeah. an enjoyable dude to to watch. Like it gives me vibes of again, I, and I and this is the the oh eight era, the the younger the younger Cliff, where the oh eight era, you get like the dudes like the Chase Utleys of the world and the and the Jimmy Rollins and the, and the Shane Victorinos and the Jason Wirtz of the world. Like he gives me that type of vibe. The dude is just fun, charismatic. He's like a possibly a gold glover too at second base. Like, yeah, sure. sure I'm expecting a lot from him too as well. Again, Braves have a great staff too. So there's a lot. Did the odds are stacked against the Phillies a little bit here? But it seems like there's a you know, there's a lot of optimism within the city for what's going to happen in Atlanta just because of what happened last year. And I'm just like, this is a different beast, man. Like this team is is slightly better like not just slightly better they're significantly better than what they were last year so we'll see but uh, I, i'm 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 confident in my boys especially bryson stock super confident in yeah let's let's take a little little quick break here and then let's talk about that uh that braves team coming up and a few other things from this game this episode is brought to you by state farm you might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, we are back on the Ringers Philly special. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. The Braves won 104 games this season. Now, listen, last year they won 101 games. That was a great team last year uh, as well. And the Phillies took care of business, took them down in four games in the NLDS. So uh, the schedule here, Cliff, we got Saturday in Atlanta. We got Monday in Atlanta. 
Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Philly, and then a potential game five a week from Saturday in Atlanta. So I don't want want to fall into like the, the old cliche stuff, but split in Atlanta. Come to Citizens Bank Park, which just like like the announcers. Are, are you surprised? Like the announcers for these games cannot stop talking about what a home field advantage uh, this is. And sometimes you know you just pander to the audience, but I don't. You look at the number. The numbers actually. Cliff, for this, like, I mean, it really is backed up that this, I think this is like the best home field advantage that maybe a Philadelphia team has had in my lifetime. When you, when you look at some of the numbers that are being uh, passed around here, I mean, Sarah Lang's here on Twitter. She tweeted, the Phillies are now 24 and 11 in the playoffs at Citizens Bank Park. That is a 686 win percentage, stands as the best record in the postseason for any team in any park. I mean, listen, those those numbers tell the story that it's not just your eyes and man, it seems like it's crazy down there. Announcers are pandering. Like it's legit become, uh, I think like the best home field advantage in, in a Philly venue. Do you agree I, you with that? What, what do you think? Yeah. And I'm surprised it actually took you that long to mention that too, because every time yeah. you, you like I'm watching these other games, right. And you know, people were killing the Rays because they had like 5,000 less than what expected attendance should be. And these places are like empty at the top. You look at the bank. I was looking at tickets today, right? Because I was talking to one of my Me homies too, in Baltimore. Man. Sheesh. So I was talking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like standard room is like two fifty. Yeah, standard room is like yeah. two fifty. And I'm like, what the Try hell? Try for a family of four, man. You just yeah, gotta worry right. about yourself, you know? <laughs> I'm about to say, you gotta drop you gotta drop to, you know, thousand, two thousand dollars just to take your daughters to the game, man. I know. Yeah. Your, your daughter, your wife to the game. Maybe, you know, maybe the parents might want to hop in the car too as well. That's true. But, but yeah, all we can't. My dad will like, be mad if we just go and ignore him. I was even clip. Yeah. I was even looking today during this. I'm like looking up. All right, what are these games going for? What are these tickets going for in Atlanta? You know, we take a little quick flight down there. Can I get like a little Southwest? <laughs> the for, part, yeah. they, it, it's like ninety bucks or so for a, a ticket there. Uh, so yeah, but so you, yeah, you think about so a weekend a in Georgia. I, I I don't. You know what? If, if they had two games, like if they played Friday and Saturday or Saturday yeah. and Sunday or something. I think yeah. maybe I would just be like, you know, screw it. Let's go. Let's go do it. But to go all the way down there for one game doesn't doesn't seem worth it to me. It doesn't I don't seem, look, man, if you was to go yeah. to Atlanta, I got some some places for you to go to, man. They, okay. Uh, <laughs> they Cliff, might not Cliff, be the- I'll be going. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going with that. I'm taking, I'll be taking two kids. And I don't think you've got places for me to go in Atlanta. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, these are, these are not kid friendly right. places, obviously. Okay, sure, but, but right. I got I got some I got some recommendations, some good recommendations for you where you can get the best <laughs> wings in Atlanta. But any but anyways, yeah, like we, we as we expected, right? You see that every time people go to Scissors Bank Park, it's just like one big party. I feel like the Eagles tailgate has a lot of juice, but when you actually watching like games on TV and you're watching like a crowd erupt. Take the start home run, for example. He did the same thing that Reese Hoskins did when he spiked the bat. Did, yeah. Like, do you see the reaction from everybody and all the towels being waved and just how yeah. how on top the crowd is on every, you know, on top of the opponents? Like, I feel like that is definitely such a factor, and that gives the home team so much juice. And not, not for nothing, Citizens Bank had, like, one of the longest sellout streaks in baseball for a long, long time, and – that I mean, that record proves itself. Like that team consistently was going not high nineties. You know, even had like a hundred and ten, hundred twelve win season. The one like 
the Citizens Bank Park is a great home field advantage. It's a great venue. Yeah. Especially in the playoffs because everybody wants to be there. It's yeah. This is the best time of the year to be in Philly because of the weather, right? Sports, all the sports teams are coming back. The Flyers are about to start in a couple of days. Sixers are starting later this month. The Eagles are rolling. They're 4-0. People are juiced. People want something to do in the city. And what do they do? They go to the Phillies games. They go crazy. They get wasted. They drink on that yangling. <laughs> and once they drink on that yangling and that first pitch, that first pitch goes up and it's a strike, the crowd erupts every single time. So when the Phillies players know whenever they go off the bat and they get some type of base hit, extra base hit, steal, good play, double play, strikeout, uh, you know, a crazy, let's say a fly, a crazy fly ball and they do like a diving catch, whatever it is, that crowd is going to get them amped up and they feed off the crowd, man. And they start doing all their little dances. I can't, it's not kid friendly. Obviously, you know, I shouldn't be doing it right here on Riverside, but that's what they do, man. And and you could tell they feed off the crowd. Bryce loves it. Bryce walked in today with an Allen Iverson shirt on. Like, come on, man. What, what else yeah. What else needs to be said about the Phillies and their connection to Philly? They love it. Yeah. Look at Garrett Stubbs they after really, the game. Yeah. I mean, Garrett Stubbs had the special overalls today. Like, these were different <laughs> where he was he was packing the, the Budweiser's. It was like cargo overalls or something. I, I don't think I can pull that off. Maybe you can pull that off. Uh, I've never seen... He's the creator. Yeah, he's yeah. the vibes creator on the Phillies, man. You can tell, like, he's the life of the party for the Phillies. When he, when Whenever they have to do a celebration or whenever somebody's in the dugout, he's the first one on the dugout wall when somebody, yeah. does, you know, has a great hit or a great play or he's the first one welcoming them into the dugout if they, you know, let's say they went from first to home or something like that. He's the first one at the dugout, like, yeah, like, let's go. Like, Stubbs is ready, man. I love him, bro. I love I, yeah. the Phillies. This, this Phillies team is such a likable They're a lovable team. team. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. I, I don't recall, really I don't are. know the last time I liked a Philadelphia franchise as much as I liked this Phillies team. Honestly, I, I you know, I could be this could be recency bias. Seventeen that, Eagles, have, probably. I mean, seventeen Eagles. What are they likable? The, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, besides winning this, I, I, right, I, yeah, no, when like, they're. When they're that, when it, when an Eagles team is that good, yeah, and like I mean, you, you're, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it it feels different. That one, it, yeah. it was more because the team was very good. This is it. Does seem like they're just like a likable group who just like has the open arms to the fans, and yeah. anytime they get a chance, they're talking about the fans. So there's no doubt about it. It's a special group. I got to say that you got to check out this. Uh, it's from Twitter account Steph underscore Turkey. Uh, they posted the. Uh, don't ask me about the uh, handle there. I see you laughing. Uh, they they posted this thing. It's the Stott Grand Slam with no commentators because like some special ESPN Dolby mix. It's oh. really cool. You if you're listening to this, you gotta like take a, take a pause again. It's S T E P H. Uh, underscore turkey uh the person's name is Jaden and like th- 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 this will give you chills so if you want save it for Saturday uh okay. before the first game but yeah it, it is an awesome view of the Stott uh Stott Grand Slam there thanks to ESPN's Dolby 5.1 mix so there you go uh all right couple other things here Cliff the uh the Braves you know you were talking about how special they are Plus 231 scoring differential, easily the best in the majors. Five players with more than 30 home runs. We know Ronald Acuna with the 41 home runs, 73 stolen base season. Olsen, 54 home runs. They scored 947 runs. That's 41 more than any other team in the majors. Now, regular season, I think 
I, I think it was seven six the the season series. So uh, that's what that's that's the other reason why this Phillies team is lovable. They're not they're they're not scared of anybody. They're not intimidated. They go out there. You could tell they have the feeling right now that this is about taking care of unfinished business from last year, and like they believe it's their time and that they're going to do it. Like these are not people who are going to crumble or get rattled or get scared in big moments. You know what I love is that Bryce Harper didn't have to do much in these two games. He's ready. I mean, you remember him in this series last year? I mean, he was hit 500 against 500 against the Braves with two homers and five RBIs in four games. So I think Harper's going to be doing it. Uh, Trey Turner, you know, we were talking about him before we came on air. I mean, he is just like, he is ready. He looks ready. He looks like the world baseball classic Trey Turner who we saw before the season. Uh, that That's the guy we're looking at right now. So uh, yeah, I hate, again, I hate to be cliched, but I say get the split in Atlanta, however you want to do it, whether it's game one with uh, Ranger or game two with Wheeler, and then you come back to Philly tied. And like you mentioned, that game three with Aaron Nola on the mound, you get that one. And now all of a sudden, the Braves are feeling that heat that, shoot, they had this 104-win season, and now they're one loss away from having their season ending in the same way that it ended last year when they came to Citizens Bank Park. Don't, yeah, I'm about to say, don't do it at the bank. Do not fold at the bank. Do not yeah. let the – if I'm the Braves, I'm thinking to myself, do not let the Phillies get one over here. And 100%. You, and you remember what happened last year with Strider when he was on the mound. So that gives me, you know – that gives me uh, some hope there. That dude is a, first of all. That dude is elite. He's a great pitcher. We we all know the numbers. I don't have to rattle him off too 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 much. We know what Strider is about. If we get to him again, they're going to be like, oh oh crap, our our yeah. top dog just got rocked again. And then what? Then what's next? Like we have to feed off our lineup. By the way, the lineup is super potent. Like you think about no, Olsen, you think about yeah. Albies, you think about Acuna, who's probably going to win the MVP. Um, you know, just a top to bottom shield, man. Travis Darno, and I'm fearful of that. But it's just like, how do you tip the scale here? It all comes down to pitching to me. It's all, that's what it always comes down to me in any series. Is like, who, what pitcher is what? What pitchers are going to outlast that? You know that the that potent lineup because no matter what, both these teams have really good lineups. Like the Phillies have a great lineup themselves as well too. What else does it come down to you in your eyes? Yeah, I mean, I look at that lineup and like I'm not going into it that like Wheeler or Nola or Swart, like you're not going to shut down that lineup. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty much going to be impossible. So it's like the pitching needs to keep you in the game, but then I'm looking at like you you need to, you know, this is a, a highly paid lineup with a bunch of dudes for the Phillies who have been there before who like we were saying, we trust like uh, they you know, there's going to be games where you just need Harper in a big spot, Turner in a big spot, Schwarber in a big spot. Um, you know, that's it's, the craziest it's, it's part about baseball. One or the other. That's the crazy part about baseball because it's not like you can just look at one guy, right? Like I'm talking like in a specific game and just be like, all right, we need Trey Turner in game one to hit a, a triple here in this situation so we can win. Yeah. It. Like it's not like that. Like whereas in basketball, where you can just say like, all right. We need Put like the LeBron. Team on your back. Yeah, yeah, like we need like LeBron and Karras. We need like like that's why I love about this games because like as much as we can, we can predict about what the outcome can be, it really is just impossible to know who's going to do what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the fact yeah. of the unknown for me, I love it. Like I really yeah. do love it because it's like for all we know, it could be. You know, Johan Rojas. It could yeah, be anybody. Like, I mean, someone's gonna make their Pache's. name in one like, of these games. 
that we're going to remember for the rest, hopefully, you know, bar, uh, they're not going to get swept. I don't even, I don't even need to address <laughs> that, yeah, why say, that thought that popped in, in my head. Yeah. Don't but put that in uh, I, I mean, there's going to be somebody who just makes a name for themselves where 10 years from now, you and your buddies, when, you know, Phillies are in a play. Hey, remember when, you know, this guy did this in game three uh, against the Atlanta Braves. So you're right. That That's what it's about. And they have guys up and down the lineup who like you could name any of them uh and i wouldn't really be surprised so yeah do you I think you see wait. more marsh in this in this uh series yeah no doubt to against Metro. the righties yeah i yeah. mean he i love that about this team too and about marsh like i mean who was the guy who was most excited for all of his teammates and he didn't even play in these two games other than the one at bat like you saw brandon marsh um you know that that i don't think that's fake either with uh with these players i mean it no. seems pretty genuine when you see them celebrating and all that. Uh, Bryce Harper was I even asked about the Stott Grand Slam, and he's just like, you know, it's all, he, he's like, I love to see my teammates have moments. He's like, sports is all about moments. And for baseball specifically, it's about moments. You know, it's a slower game. It's what's happening at this at bat. Uh, and then you remember it forever. So I thought that was really cool uh, as well. Are you putting an X factor on any certain player to step it up this series that's going to need to? And then I, I, mean, I know I think, you're going to say the obvious one probably is. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. the obvious one. Like, I think just the Harper legacy is solidified as they beat the Braves in this series. And whether he has a walk-off, whether he has multiple big games, uh, like you said, baseball, you don't necessarily put the team on your back. But if a guy gets hot and he's just like, all right, he, you know you know what it's like when the guy on the other team is hot and you're like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to see yep. this guy right now. you know. So then you put yourself in Braves fans' shoes, and uh, like I think Josh Harper's going to have a monster series. Yeah, <laughs> like Josh like, Bell. Yo, did he record it out at all like, during oh the series? Oh, my God. Yo. I feel like every ball hit the wall that he hit. It, it yeah, hit the wall. He was waddling in for a double or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stumbling in for a slot. Like, that dude yeah. is a Phillies killer. I've never seen him record it out against the Phillies. It's wild, like, yeah. It's no, crazy. I think the I think it's gonna. This is this is like a big dog series for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Harper. Yeah. Yeah, I hear weeks. what you're saying. You're right. Yeah, I think the under the radar guys, someone will emerge. But to me, unless like Harper and Turner and those guys, uh, Schwarber are playing well, it's gonna be tough. But I kind of trust them to play well mm -hmm. here. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, absurd amount of time spent on the replay review with Bryce Harper. Uh, at first base there on yeah. the pickoff. Like it was obvious. What, what are you doing there? Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the start, uh, bat spike. Uh, yeah. That he, he said, I think after the game that he kind of blacked out and didn't even remember, uh, doing that. So that, that was, uh, that pretty was funny, but I, I, yeah, probably, yeah, but listen, I, if you're an athlete and ever, and you ever say you blacked out, like yeah. that's going to come, I'll come across cool. So I understand, <laughs> you know, why you say that, especially come on, as a like, baseball you really, player. You, you honestly no, think of he course not. Quote unquote, blacked. Yeah, no, like, of course not. Uh, Nola got out of some jams. You know, in this uh, game, top of the third, he get the pickoff on birdie. That was like a tense moment in the game. It was zero zero uh, at that time, yeah. and he picks him off, and that then was, gets st Stallings to uh, to hit the chopper to Alec Bohm, and they don't have to face uh, a rise there. So that that was huge in the third inning. There, uh, what else did we have here in the fifth? Uh, double play in the sixth double play. So he pitched out of some jams here. It wasn't always smooth sailing. He pitched out of some jams, which is nice because we haven't always seen that uh, yep. with their Nola. Sometimes one thing goes bad and all of a sudden you're like, shoot, are, this is this is over. Shia, we are normally used to Nola by the RAV fourth inning. <laughs> 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 but, but shout out to Toyota too. Hopefully. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hope we get a sponsor for that. My, my mom drives a Toyota, but buy that Rav Me too. Penny. Hey, Capadia's too. We sure. want in on that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the nice Highlander, but I mean. That, by that rad fourth inning, you know, things are unraveling <laughs> for Nola typically. So it was good to see him get out of that, uh, get out of that jam and get, uh, pick, pick him off too as well. Sorry. I think we covered everything, Cliff. Uh, we got a big series coming up, big weekend. Coming up. I mean, we got Brave, Phillies Braves Saturday. I can't believe we have a Phillies Braves game before the Eagles play. This is my, my schedule and your schedule. I mean, you produce like 17 podcasts today. Uh, you've been up for roughly 36 hours straight or whatever it is. But we got Phillies Braves Saturday. We got Eagles Rams Sunday. Then you got Phillies Braves on Monday. Oh my gosh, oh. what a three-game three stretch. Let's go. It's uh, I'm with you. It's the best time of the year. You got NFL, you got playoff baseball, Let's and go. the other stuff is starting up. What more could you? Got you got James Harden back in camp too, baby. Oh my gosh! Please, <laughs> no, we got to ruin my ruin the good uh, wait, move. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. You didn't appreciate Harden. you didn't appreciate primetime Deion Sanders giving the Sixers a preseason pep talk in Colorado today. Did that happen? Yeah, they, oh, they had dinner with Prime. Oh, got, yeah, they had oh really? Prime. Okay. All yeah. right. See, that's, he, that's the most interested I've been in the Sixers in like months. <laughs> All right. That's interesting to me. He he gave a speech and he said he said he's uh he's like Michael Jordan was a dog and I expect y'all to be dogs or something along that line. Mm. So shout out to Prime giving okay. giving the Sixers a little prep talk. However, I did not see James Harden at that team dinner. I didn't see any <laughs> video. <laughs> no, he could have been there. No, he could have been there. I just didn't see like they showed videos of you know players dapping <laughs> him up. I just didn't yeah. see James Harden within that mix. James but he did. He was at practice today. All right. There you go. <laughs> James Harden update. I can't take it. Yo, can't you, take, well, what are I the odds that it. Bryce walks in um, in Atlanta with a James Harden t-shirt? <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> What's Harden. less than zero? That's not happening. I wonder what he will wear. And uh, yeah, I mean, he. I, I, I could see him like. Um, paying respects to maybe the the you know the Phillies World Series. Maybe he goes with like a Ryan Howard or like yeah. a, you know a Jimmy Ryan Rowell. Howard. Maybe does something live in like that. Ryan Howard there you does go. Live in that would be cool. I would be for that. Good. You know, have a Ryan Howard T-shirt walking into Atlanta. Show some respect to the last crowd. champs. Yeah, that'd be and pretty Ryan, fun. He he smacks one in honor of being the first baseman, the current first baseman, to paying homage to the old first baseman. I like, like that. that? Yeah, let's okay. now. I'm excited about. It. Yeah, Ryan Howard was in the first row, right? Of that. Uh, yep. Remember that game against the Braves late in the season? There, the camera was like on him the entire game. I loved watching Ryan Howard, man. What yeah. a, like I was just telling Naya about him the other. I'm like, no, no, this guy just. You were just like he's hitting a home run. You know, fun, fun fact: Ryan like, Howard oh is gosh. why I like really, really, really started watching the Phillies every day. So there I had, so growing up, I was a lefty, right? Well, I'm, obviously, I'm a lefty now, but I played first base as well. And then, like when I was mm. in like sixth grade. My baseball coach, who's one of my best, or his daughter's like one of my best friends growing up, he was like, yo, Cliff, he was like, there's this new guy on the Phillies. You got to watch him. His name's Ryan Howard. You got to you gotta see how he swings the bat, and you could probably emulate Oof. that one day. And I was like, all right. You know, I started watching the Phillies every day ever since, and I was like, oh, this guy Ryan Howard is actually really, really good. So, oh, yeah. Man. Child, Nothing child like that. baseball I mean, coach. Yeah. He would just – he would just uh Hit bombs. I'm going to watch some of those Ryan Howard clips before uh, game one. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you to Cliff for the late night production after the early morning production after the late night production. Busy week from Cliff. Doing it all. Thanks for, to him for joining me. Uh, we will be back this weekend. Appreciate everyone listening. We'll talk to you soon on the Ringers Philly Special.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 